Hey, good evening, and welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Now your host, Ace. The thing with Geno Smith, right? I'm going to start it off off top. The thing with mm-hmm. Geno Smith is, unless you believe you have a quarterback who's way better than him, you don't draft somebody. So no, I don't. I think that's how mean? they should be thinking. The same way wait, the, the same way Detroit should thinks. be thinking. Wait, wait, wait. You, you mean if you don't think that there is a quarterback in the draft way better than Geno, you don't yeah, draft him? Who can come in? who can come in and be like Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. You don't spend a top five pick on him. Meaning you ride it out with Geno until there's somebody who does come along who you do draft. That's not that's how the NFL works. That's how you should do. You draft you draft a better defender because I get it. Quarterback's the most important position. You got two stud wide receivers. You have a really good running back in Kenneth Walker the third. Now you need some defense. So do we pass up on having Will Anderson? Or do we, you know, pick a QB that we're not so sure about when we have a QB right now? Yeah, he's 32. I'm not saying give him a five year deal, but he can be here for a season or two or three till we get someone that we actually believe in. That's right. What but the, right. But the question then is, what is Geno Smith's ceiling for this organization? It's what it's it is not, right now. Exactly. Which is which is not good enough. And it's not and it's not not. But anyway, it's not not good enough because they don't have Will Anderson. Yeah, it's not, no, actually, not it good is. enough because Geno Smith, because Geno Smith is a ceiling on his capabilities to run this team. No, it's more the to, fact to that, that nobody's able to stop San Francisco's offense, and San Francisco was shutting down. No, theirs. San Francisco's defense. San Francisco's, de- San Francisco's defense is amazing. What I'm saying they is, they scored is, 21 you, points, you, and Seattle couldn't score more than that. Yeah, but it was still yeah, defense San, that did everything. San, San Francisco's defense doesn't give up points. They they you average 17 points against them. If all they gotta do is get three three touchdowns, they can they're gonna beat you because you're not scoring 17 on them because you don't have. Patrick Mahomes, you don't have Josh Allen, you don't have, you know, uh, you know, one of those quarterbacks that's yeah. going to take you to that next level. That's gonna that's gonna build you. So that's but what you I'm have saying. To believe, but you have to if believe you, one of those guys are available in the draft this year. That's what I'm saying. Not to take it, not to take him with a high pick. If if Seattle Seattle has the third right now, Seattle is in position to have the third pick in the draft through yeah. Denver. Through yeah, Denver. that's my so point. Yeah, they have their they have that pick. And then they have their own pick at right now at 19. Yeah. So think about it this way. If you believe that Bryce Young or or CJ Stroud is or Will Levis, the, or Will Levis is the real deal. Yeah. Then you draft. And him. he's then then you 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 have to take him at three. Yeah, but do you, you believe any of those 19. guys are the real deal? You can, Ace, you can't you can't pass it up. You can't just pass up as no, no, you know, always a leader. But do you believe any of those guys are the real deal? That's that the question. The thing but is that if you know if you know if they had the potential, you even if they just sit there, even if they sit for a year or two, mm-hmm. you can still get them. Okay, so that's what San Francisco kind of did. San Francisco kind of did that when they moved up to get um, what's the name? What's that quarterback? Trey um, Trey Young, Trey Young, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Young was in get, the NBA. Right, they moved up to get Trey Lance, and of course they they still had what's the name on their team? They still had um Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and they decided to hold him off for a year. Because they knew what Jimmy Garoppolo was, and they were like, "We can't do this again." But the thing is that no, so, the thing is that they could easily use quite work with Jimmy Garoppolo, and you know let, let Trey Lance de- develop. The same thing can happen here with Seattle. So the whole, the whole, the whole crux of the conversation, or before you, before you jumped on, the whole crux of the conversation was we were talking about Bryce Young mm-hmm. and whether or not whether or not he is worth a top five pick. And so we were looking at the, you know, the top, the top 10 picks in the draft right now and looking at which teams 
could potentially draft a quarterback with the, with their pick. Right. And so just going down the list, we got Houston. I say we say that's a yes, obviously. Yeah. Chicago, mm-hmm. no, they're not looking for quarterback. Well, they shouldn't no. be. Yeah, to Seattle. Year. Seattle, I think, is a is a strong maybe. If you believe who if I believe, I believe there's a maybe there. Okay. It might not be a slam dunk, yes, but it might be a very much a maybe. If like a scale of one to ten, I would say it's like a six. You know, I'll, they, I'll give it a higher than that. The only reason is because if you think about it, if you're Seattle, nobody uh-huh. else is gunning for a quarterback right now. This would be a perfect time to get them. True. With your True. 19th pick, yeah. No, with this pick right here. No, you, those guys don't. Not, unless, unless, unless there's like a, unless there's like a, not a big dip, and I don't, I haven't, I haven't paid attention to right. the the the. If it was like last year, if it was last year, yeah. like when Kenny Pickett fell or whatever to twenty to to the Steelers, the Steelers got about the twentieth pick. That's that's but, different. But you right. realize and, the reason he fell, right? Who Pickett? Yeah, because of his hands, and because nobody thought he would be that good. With this, right. That was not a good quarterback draft. This is. This is supposed to be a good quarterback draft. You think, well, yeah, what I'm saying, last year, year, it'll be better. Uh, uh, You're right. Unless, it'll be better than last year, supposedly. But it was, uh, so so the thought is these the top the top tier quarterbacks in this draft mm-hmm. are higher than the top tier quarterbacks in last year's draft, which means that if you believe it's this last year's draft was unprecedented. If you believe that these quarterbacks are going to are are, are the, the pick that you need to make, you're not waiting until 19 to get them. This is not this is you can't. And this is another thing that GMs would think of too. Not only draft them, quite sit on them for a year, but then you can quite still market, you know, push out Geno, you know, while he's doing his thing, and then trade Geno next year, maybe get a second or third round pick for him. Right. So then mm-hmm. let me let's let me just finish, let me just finish the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm down down to 10. So Detroit is would be at four. This would be using the Rams pick. Yeah. I would say Detroit at this point, if if the season continues to trend the way that it's trending, yeah, I don't think Detroit drafts a quarterback in the top five. I think Detroit drafts Detroit, a quarterback. What if Detroit doesn't end up with the with the fourth overall pick? Like let's say the Rams win two more games and it ends up being like the eighth pick. I don't think Detroit drafts a quarterback in the top ten. Okay. If 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 things trend the way that they're trending if detroit they ride it out with god either right? ri- either the, yeah detroit because they have them they have them under contract for one more year two i thought one or two i know okay. they might have restructured them um but they have them under contract yeah the the thought is like the team loves them the players love them the coaches love them you know the gm loves them because the gm is our gm is the gm that he is who's the, who drafted him in well he was the the head of scouting on the took him when he was with the Rams, yeah, right. So love all those people, love him, um, and the team is playing well with him. So I, my, my, if I'm, I'm going to say this, if like saying it right now, mm-hmm. I think that the chance of the Lions using that Rams pick to draft the quarterback of the future is on scale one to ten. I'd say it's a four. I say it's a four. Oh, it's amazing. And that's okay. like. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a weak maybe. I'd say it's a three to four somewhere like that. So I'm gonna you use one impossible. Arizona, <laughs> Ar- Arizona is the fifth pick. As far as for the now, Lions, the only reason I think that the Lions would, would draft a quarterback, yeah. only reason is because if they rated him high on their board, like he was, if he's the highest person on their on a on a draft board, yeah. 
Yeah, and I, I and I get that. Yeah. I think like I said, like I said, and I think they'll draft a quarterback. I don't think they draft the quarterback this high. So number five is interesting because five is Arizona and Kyler Murray, the situation the Kyler Murray situation just happened last week. Yeah. So and they're paying him a ton of money. Who? Cool. So Kyler. Oh, Kyler. Arizona's paying Kyler. How much, Kyler how much just got he that made contract. Per year? I don't know. Kyler just got his extension. Oh, so, that's right. The two hundred and fifty million dollar deal or something. The one, you know, the, the one where he's got to study and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they took well, that out. He yeah, two, two, five year, five years, two thirty. Wow. So, but of course, he's probably he's gonna miss the rest of this season. He's probably gonna miss a chunk of next season. Yeah, he'll come Who's back. Your backup, your backup is Colt McCoy. Yeah. Do do you really want to go into the season with Colt McCoy, or do you like? I mean, you, know, you even know you don't know. With a quarterback like Kyler Murray, who relies on his legs, yeah, to 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 do most of what he does, how confident are you that he is going to return and be the version of himself that he needs to be in order to justify that contract? Yes, well, th- that that's I what think I his, don't understand I th- in terms of how teams have backup quarterbacks. If you have Justin Fields, right? If you have a quarterback that runs like Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, or this is a great example, Lamar Jackson, the guy who backs him up should also be able to run, like Tyler Huntley. Right, so he can run the, so he can run the same offense. You don't have to so change things up. So you don't got to change it, accommodate. exactly. Yeah. Now, but how many, saying, how many quarterbacks How many quarterbacks are there that have There's a lot. Kyler they, Murray. Just don't, they just don't usually draft him because they don't think they're good or they fit for their offense. But if you create an offense for Kyler Murray, then you have to find another guy that's as close to him as possible. So you draft well, somebody in the fifth round who runs and throws. And he just sits right, there, in, hopefully but in, Kyler but in college, In college, the guys that can throw t- can can throw typically can't run. The guys that can run typically can't throw unless you, oh, unless no, you have Kyler true, Murray and CJ Stroud. Or, no, they, the ace. Not everybody's running a four. A, not every, there's, no, there's not I a lot of quarterbacks four, that are running a four. No, I'm not going to say four, three. That are running a four, six. And hitting 65% of their passes and throw it for 40 touchdowns and oh, be no. and able to do it and able to do it at an NFL level. Doing it at a college level is way different from doing it at I an think NFL level. I, I, you're, you're right. They're not, they're all, all three of those things don't exist. Otherwise it'd be multiple Lamar Jacksons. But what I'm saying is you get the guy that runs the four five completes 52% of his passes and doesn't turn the ball over. And then we go, okay, we can run the same offense. He just has to throw shorter passes. We work with what he's good at now. That's what you do. If, you can't if, find the if, same. If you can't you find guy, two Lamar Jacksons, but you get the guy that's a downgrade from him. You get you get uh, dollar store Lamar Jackson, which is what Anthony Brown is when he came into the game last week, and he got them to the finish line. A win's a win. They won by two points, but they won. You know what I'm saying? If, like you get you, got, you get the you get the Woolworth version. Okay, so, so then so then there you get the great so value then, so Lamar Jackson. So, so you get, there you go. So you go oh, and so, draft the great so, value Kyler. So Arizona doesn't draft a quarterback at five. Uh-uh. Wait, saying, okay, before you go past that, that, you can't do that. Gotta go get a before you go past the Arizona thing, do we know the situation of their coaching, you know, coaches set up or whatever, even the GM? Are they gonna oh, even we don't be know. That's true. We have no they idea, might, but I can't think... imagine they're gonna fire them now because he got hurt. Because if you fire him when you get hurt, that means that because you're still stuck with this quarterback for the next three years. The ownership might have wanted to might have wanted to fire the coach before that. Well, then, you know they they like to hold on to Black Monday type of thing. By firing him, by firing him directly after the season, 
they would only make yeah. the situation worse. They might just say, so, let's just blow up and start over again. They would only make so, the situation worse. That's my opinion. So the GM hmm. um, signed an extension. That was Steve Kime. He signed an extension um, like earlier this year. Yeah. Being in the season. Um, at the beginning of the year. Around the same time that Kyler started his. But the GM... It was just announced uh, a couple days ago that Steve Kahn is taking a, a medical leave of absence, an indefinite health-related leave of absence from the team. So yeah, you might be right. They may have a new person running the shop there starting, you know, at the at the end of this season. You know, they, they obviously yeah, have a new person running the shop there right now. So what year is this they, in, they terms may go, of, um, in terms for the coach, in terms for Kingsbury? Whatever Kyle Murray got drafted, whatever, whatever year the same Kyle Murray, yeah, it's the same. So year. it's his fourth. Yeah, they okay. might just, say, so, just blow it up and they just start over again. Nah, that's crazy. I I, I would be I would that's be crazy. I would be surprised if they did it because I'm. If you look at, I, I would assume that they can't do it right now, or it doesn't make any sense for them to do it right now because of Kyle's guarantee the the guarantees in Kyle Murray's contract. They still exactly. got to pay that. Yeah, that's a crazy so, plan. You would have to wait until after the guarantees cancel out, then you could trade. Then you could get rid of him, and your cap hit is your cap hit is nothing. But as long as he's got guaranteed money on his books, you can't cut Kyler Murray. What I'm saying is, if you don't feel like Kyler Murray is going to be Kyler Murray, and you want this team to be successful next year, and you believe that this team is good enough to compete next year for the division or for whatever for playoff positioning or whatever. And you don't believe Kyler Murray is going to be able to get it done. Who's out there on the free agent market that you can get to supplement him for a season? Nobody. I mean, you can get, get your Mariota. You're gonna, no, you gonna, you're gonna, gonna want no. You don't want no discount person or whatever. It's you either him or Colt that, McCoy starting your next season for you. <laughs> We've seen how Colt McCoy has gone. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it's the best scenario, but if his knee is still hurt. We don't rush him back because we have him under contract for five years, of three of which he's guaranteed his money. So we need to find the, yeah. the closest approximation. Mariota's going to be 30, but he can run. And we bring him in and say, hey, will you play the beginning of the season for us? What can you do? Or you get Jimmy Garoppolo right. on the cheap because he's a free agent next year. And you go, what can you do? I know you can't run, but you won't turn the ball over. What can you do? Right. So let, let's assume, for the sake of argument, because I want to get to this so we can start to get to games. For the sake of argument, let's assume that Arizona is not drafting a quarterback at five. Okay, so out of the top five, we got one Houston, Seattle, and that's it, right? That's not top five. Six to ten, you got Philadelphia. Obviously, no. No. That makes no sense. They're not drafting a quarterback. This dude might win it. Philly has Indianapolis's pick, right? Philly has New Orleans's pick. Wow. Um, Then (laughs) Indy is seven. Then India seven. It's like all the it's like okay. all the higher teams, better teams are having these lower teams on things. I wouldn't be so India seven. It, it, to Ant's point, we have no idea what they're going to do with the head coach. They're drafting no CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. They're no, drafting no. a quarterback. The draft pick is going to be based on what that crazy owner wants to do. Ursa is going to come in well, smoking a cigarette, gonna... saying we're taking CJ. <laughs> that would be a Jerry Jones thing to do. But oh no, it's a very Jersey <laughs> thing to do. But but. It will be it will be Ursay too. Ursay Ursay is a drunk uncle at your at your at your uh, at your. He picnic. hired his drinking but, buddy. 
to coach the team for the rest but, of the season. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in Indy, we can almost assure Indy yes. needs a quarterback. They get that pick at seven, and one of those three guys is there. They, they're taking that guy. Yeah. Then you have Atlanta. I would say no. No. Because because Ritter's going to be the star. But unless, unless Ritter shits the bed for the next four weeks. I mean, then, okay. <laughs> So what you're saying is like, maybe Atlanta. All right, maybe we're going to keep drafting the guy every it's year. Not, it's not like Ritter was a number was was a first round pick. That's true. If he comes in and does nothing, if he does if he does nothing better than Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. in four games, are we just going to run it back with him and say, well, he'll be better next year because uh-huh. you know he just got some more training? They also can't know. stop anybody from scoring. They're the second worst offense defense behind the Lions in terms of points allowed. Like they yeah. gave up thirty one points. Or 28 points a game, so they got a lot of holes to fill. Let's just put it like that. All right. Then you round out the, the top 10 with Vegas and then Pittsburgh. Vegas just Vegas paid is, Carr. Vegas is getting I, a new head coach. So yeah, they and Vegas just paid just they just paid Derek Carr. So he's probably not going anywhere. Yeah. And Pittsburgh, of course, has you know Kenny Pickett. So oh, they're drafting so, somebody. I, yeah, yeah. So, I've heard that New England's get a new offensive coordinator next year. <laughs> they get him from you mean the an actual offensive coordinator. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting them from the Raiders. <laughs> you yeah. know, the Raiders going to give their, their offensive coordinator. All right, Matt, let's get into these games. Welcome to the Uptown Parlay podcast. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik. What's up? Yo, 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 what up? You heard us talking for the past 20, 25 minutes. All right, first game, Indianapolis at Minnesota. Minnesota is the home favorite, minus three and a half. The over-under is 47 and a half. Ant, who do you got? Um, who's playing? Again? Who's the coach again of Indianapolis? You, you, you know you damn well earlier. who the You just said you said earlier is the owner's drunk buddy. So I'm going to go with that drinking real. buddy. Yeah, the drink drinking drunk buddy. Who gives a who? I'm going to go Saturday. Oh, yes, I'm going to go with the real coach and the real team of wow. Indianapolis and give me them and give me the over in this one. He has more NFL wins than you do coaching. I I, I just like to say that. Yeah, if I, if I could get hired by my drinking buddy, you know, I could do a better job than a lot of people. Give me the Texans. I I yeah. I, I went two games with them. You're hanging out at the wrong yeah. bars, I guess. What is your uh, what is your what does your current drinking buddy do for a living? Yeah. I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> whoever that, that current drinking buddy is. He shows that a, a billionaire NFL owner. I know that. I, I, hey, look, we never know. We never know. I wish. All right. I wish my drinking buddy was James Dolan. I, I think you with the USL really is going to I think the USFL is going to have a San Antonio team, so you might have a shot. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to take Minnesota. Um Justin Jefferson is unstoppable. <laughs> what a shocker. I saw that y'all beat them, but I also saw that he had 13 catches for 220 yards. And Indianapolis' corners yeah. are worse than y'all's. So he's going to get into the end zone this week. And Indy can't stop anybody from running. And they have a good running back. So Minnesota's going to win this one. And it's going to go over. It's going to go over that 47. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Because Minnesota also can't score anybody. It's going to be a shootout. Wildly mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, hey, you know that Nicholas um cage meme that like you don't say. That's what that's what we all all three of us be saying. I don't believe they're gonna go against this, but you know it's like you don't say. Of course they'll get their ass whooped anyway. He can take Indianapolis if he wants. I don't care. I just want to hear this pick. <laughs> it's 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 three and a half points. I think I'm I'm. And Minnesota's at home. Was, that matters. It doesn't. It doesn't because <laughs> to me Minnesota Minnesota is. 
Minnesota, I, when I watched that game against them last week, but I, I told you guys about Minnesota. I've told you guys about Minnesota a few times. Yeah. They're the, they're the, they are a, they are a 10 win team yeah. with a negative point differential. Yeah. That doesn't make, it makes no sense. It logically makes no sense. Okay. It's almost impossible. Meaning to they've scored less points. They've scored less points than they've given up. And I think if I'm not mistaken, while watching that game, the, the Lions game, I think they had surrendered something like you know multiple games in a row, like six or seven games in a row, uh, surrendering over 400 yards of total offense. So they can't stop anybody. But they beat the and Bills. They ain't scoring, and <laughs> yeah, that was their high, that was their shining moment. That's that that was their Super Bowl, right? So mm. they can't stop anybody, and they score just enough to win. That's what screams. That's why this this spread screams Indianapolis to me because it's it's it screams that they they're gonna they they play. Oh, they're gonna close find to a way purpose. to win by one point. They're gonna find a way to win by one, two, or three points. So this half point makes like it just makes sense. <laughs> I don't want any parts. I don't want any parts of this game. I think it's. I, I, I think it actually. I think it hits the over. Um, I'll go Minnesota as well, just because I feel like I just. I just can't, I can't bring myself to support Jeff Saturday and this mm-hmm. whole like that. If Jeff Saturday is not, he's not playing against Josh McDaniels. I can't bring myself to support whatever they got <laughs> going on over there. I still don't know who the hell the receivers are. Paris Campbell, whoever whoever those receivers are. Matt Ryan's horrible. I feel I feel for Jonathan Taylor. He's wasting a year a year playing behind a, behind that you know on that team. So I'm gonna pick Minnesota. I feel horrible about this pick. I'll pick Minnesota and the under because I don't think either one of these teams can score. I think Minnesota's gonna, Minnesota's going to score thirty. If, if Minnesota if Minnesota scores thirty, Indy's going to score sixteen. If Minnesota scores nineteen, Indy's going to score sixteen. If Minnesota scores twenty three, Indy's going to score sixteen. So that so Minnesota's going to have to carry the day for that forty seven. They're going to have to score thirty one points because Minnesota's because Indianapolis is going to score sixteen and that's it. My guess well, is this game ends nineteen sixteen. All right, and Minnesota Skull, Vikings. Next up, we got Baltimore and Cleveland. Uh, Tyler Huntley is expected to play. He's cleared the concussion protocol. If not, they have uh, great value or uh, what's that family dollar version of a quarterback, Anthony Brown, former BC, former Oregon player, um, playing quarterback. I believe Baltimore is getting three points at Cleveland. Oh, no, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore is getting three points on the road. I'm going to take Baltimore. And I'm going to take the under. Whoever scores two touchdowns first wins this game. Go ahead, in. Yeah, I'm also going to take Baltimore on the under with, with this as well. The family dollar on um, quarterback is definitely in Cleveland right now. I uh, usually call them the R word, but you know, I'm supposed to be you know censoring that off because you know we can't talk about those things. So I'm gonna, <laughs> but as far as this game is concerned, I'm gonna go with a real with the real NFL quarterback who actually been in training camp, and this one to the other one proved me wrong. So I'm gonna go with Baltimore and the under in this one. We just don't have any listeners in Cleveland, so we don't got to worry about it. Yeah, Malik. I mean, they also don't care because even we we can call them whatever we want to call them. They're still going to support them, right? Oh, let him lose this um, game. They will start booing him in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's why it's I'm picking Cleveland. Dollar, man. That's why you're <laughs> picking why, Cleveland? That's why I'm picking Cleveland. He's got to do this <laughs> okay. against somebody at some point. He's got to show, he's got to show, at least at some point, he's got to show what he's capable of doing. And this is his third week back, you know, coming back in, into camp. Um, 
Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they're still good players. Yeah. Defense is still a pretty a, a solid defense. It's not good. It hasn't hasn't been good so far this season, but it's still a solid defense. And Baltimore's down to the third string quarterback. Like if no, if, no. If Tyler Hunt, Huntley's gonna play. The second string is gonna play. Okay. If Huntley, if Huntley is is good to I thought Huntley had a concussion. He cleared um, protocol today. It's a good okay. thing we we're taping this on Friday. Because she's yeah. Okay. If Huntley is good to go. Um, I like this number a little bit better for Baltimore because I like I like the points, but I'm going to take the home the home favorite here, uh, and and, and give give the three, um, before, and give the three. So I'm going to go Cleveland in the under uh, on, on on this one for me. And before we before we before we jump to the next game, I want yes. to um, I want to say that I'm I'm patenting a name on What's this that? show right now. I'm patenting a name. Okay. Okay. So anybody that winds up using this name, if you hear it on ESPN, if you hear it on Fox Sports or whatever, you know that y'all know that I know that then y'all listen to this show because nobody said this before. Okay. The last game we were talking about, the uh the, the Colts versus mm-hmm. the Vikings. Yes. I have now I have now dubbed them instead of now, I don't know, they're no longer the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. They are the mediocre Vikings. That is their name. Mm. They are the mediocre Vikings. Wherever the fuck mediocre, medi- mediocre, medi- mediocre Minneapolis is, that's where the fuck they. That's where the fuck they're from. They're no, they're no longer from Minnesota. They are the mediocre Vikings. Wow. Gotcha. All right. Understood. Let's move on. We have Miami at Buffalo. Everybody in Buffalo seems to be proud that they're going to be getting one to three feet of snow because that somehow is going to help them win as well because uh, they don't have to throw the ball in that either. Uh, they're giving seven points to Miami. I am taking Miami on the strength of Miami getting seven points, and Buffalo also has to throw the ball. So if there's 20 to 30 mile an hour wind gusts, I think that'll affect both teams. And being as I don't know who can actually run the ball outside of Josh Allen, I know Miami has the two fastest guys, the three fastest guys on the field. And if everybody else is slower in snow and they're still faster than them, then I'm assuming just get them in space and Miami will win. So give me Miami. And those points. And I'm going to take the under on this one. Go ahead, Ant. Um, Corey, it was something that Tua said earlier that, you know, is about something about it snows over here or over there or whatever. What, what, what was that, Ace? He said it, it snows, snows in Alabama, Alabama, which made me like, laugh. Yeah, it snows in Alabama. That makes no damn going sense, man. <laughs> Like it's talking about it, it, it snows in Alabama. Nobody gives a, nobody gives a sh- shit about that stuff. Because you know, it's like who cares? You still get your ass whipped. It, it's gonna happen. It, it, it doesn't. You know, like how the rock says, it doesn't matter. You gonna get your you gonna get your behind whip. Come Saturday, you gonna get your ass whipped. But anyway, give me the Buffalo Bills and give me the over because it's gonna be a beatdown because Miami doesn't have the top defense to actually stop Josh Allen in the Bills. All right, go ahead, Malik. <laughs> um. This this game, the Bills Dolphins um, game has tended to trend close. Yeah, over the last six times, the last uh, the the margin of victory for for these for this game, um, the last two times they played was two points to Miami. Miami won night twenty one nineteen, and then it was fifteen points. So it, so it can, it can flow right. What I heard was eight inches of snow. Is that it's changed to one to one one feet to three feet, and so the game's 12. going down at night. 
Yeah, it's, that's it's 12, changed from that's, 12 that's to 36. Yes, 12 to I know. 36 inches of snow. Lake effect and, is very odd, yes. And 20 to 30, 30, 20 to 30 mile an hour wind gusts. Take I, it up with I, the National Weather Service. I question Tua's ability to throw in good weather. Okay. I don't think they're throwing the ball at all. I think this is a New England style. This is a Buffalo New England style game from last yeah. season. Yeah. Where and I think Buffalo's learned their lesson from that from that regard. I think Buffalo's that? learned that they have to control that like like they need they need to just if, if somebody's gonna run, it's gonna be us. Okay. That Josh Allen, you're not gonna throw the ball either. But you know what? You're six five, six six. We're gonna do some some RPOs. And you're gonna hand off, or you're gonna run it. This is gonna be, you know, home style backyard football. This is gonna be ugly. Mm-hmm. I hope that there's nobody in the stands. Although I know Buffalo people are crazy, so they're gonna be in the stands. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna do this. I have, I, I don't know why. And it's a night game. And it's a night it's game. Gonna, there's gonna be fans out there with no shirt on. This is gonna go be Buffalo. ridiculous. I, like I. I you you don't you don't go out in this weather unless you're getting paid. And you're your fans. I'm not paying money to go out to go be out in this weather. I agree so, with you. Fans don't get paid. I I, I want to take Miami because I like those seven points, but I gotta take Buffalo in this situation. And of course, I gotta take the under because I don't think with this with this weather, I don't think they're gonna be able to score anything. It's Saturday at eight fifteen. I just want y'all to understand that. So if it's cold for Miami, it's cold for y'all too. Just at just, just to let you and know, they gotta also, win by more than a touchdown. 815 and it's gonna be 33 degrees and it's gonna be three to five inches of snow. Or more degrees. Okay, the coldest is gonna be with the winds making it cold in 28 degrees. Good luck. I mean, like I said, like you said, Ed, they gotta score too. Both teams have to score. I think Buffalo can win this game 10-3. Like I that would 13 3. That was sorry, 13 3. Okay. I think they can win this game 13-3. I think they can win this game. You know, 17-6. Like, I think that that's the oh, type yeah. of... Oh, yeah, give me the under on this one. Sorry about that. That's the type oh, of game that they can win. Oh, drop 30 on them now that you take it under. I just, I just yeah, don't see... Yeah, a little realistic kick then. <laughs> I don't see how this how this this point spread is getting... It's it's 43 and a half. Like, they basically don't expect Miami to score. But, like, let's say... Let's put it like this. What if the weather is wrong? It doesn't snow until the second or third quarter or the fourth quarter. But by then, the score is, you know... 28-21. Now you've already hit the over. No, I'm looking at it right now. This is quite. It's going to start at 7 p.m. Great. That's even better. Like I said, I question. I, I question Tua's arm strength mm-hmm. in Miami. So, Tyreek Hill still fasting everybody else. He is. He's gonna be fast. Tua, Tua, Tua has, <laughs> if I Tua throw him has a, to throw the ball, if I throw him a five yard hitch, can he still run by everybody? Maybe not in the snow. I don't know. I've never seen. I've never seen him try to run in three feet of snow. Yeah, well, I think he can he's do only it. three. He's only four feet tall. So shit, you put three feet of snow around his ass. He, he, you're taking his. He's running. He's running. He's you're ridiculous. It, no, he'll he'll still run by, he's he'll like, still run by everybody. Tyreek is like the height of a Cleveland elf over here. <laughs> oh lord, the snow is gonna be waist high on this dude. Man's five nine. All right, relax. Bushwick, Bushwick Bill over here. All right, That's people. five nine in a quarter of a funhouse mirror. <laughs> Next up, we got Philadelphia <laughs> at Chicago. Chicago's getting nine points at home. The over under is forty eight and a half. I'm taking the over, and I'm taking Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields is going to play. They've had a bye week to prepare for this. Their entire secondary is healthy, so they shouldn't give up more than two TDs through the air. Uh, 
I feel good. I feel that Chicago can actually cover them, and they'll probably have a little bit better of a pass rush. With that being said, Philadelphia should win this game, but I don't think Philadelphia is going to destroy them the same way the Cowboys didn't destroy them. So I think uh, he's going to have to run for about 100, 150 yards to keep this close. So go Chicago. Go ahead, Ant. Um, hey, so you got some smelling sauce at home? <laughs> They're getting nine points. They're getting nine points. I didn't say they'd win. I said they'd cover. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the other way and take Philadelphia the over this one. I'm sorry, Ace, but they're going to get their behind smacked on this one. That's fine. Philadelphia's yeah. the best team in the, in, the, in the what's the name in your conference. They're going. They're going. They they trying to tune up for the playoffs, and they're not going to let Chicago just come in there and keep keep it close. Whatever they got to learn gonna, how to, you know. It's it's going to be a high of 28 with a low of 18 degrees. Yes, yeah, so, uh, and it's play, uh, wait, and the game's starting at 1 p.m. This is a 1 p.m. 28 degree high. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little more realistic. So I'm gonna go still with Philadelphia, but give me the under in this one. They still gonna oh. win. Okay, they're gonna cover, and they're gonna they're gonna cover the nine according to you. All right, go ahead, believe. Yes. Um, Philly's a, Philly's a running team, so I don't think that they are they are not the type of team that I believe is going to be heavily impacted by the fact that their the weather's going to be bad, um, and if the winds are not very good. That's fine too because Jalen Hurts doesn't really throw the ball deep. He doesn't really if he doesn't have to throw the ball deep, he won't. He doesn't have to throw the ball deep and it'll be effective um, because of how well they're able to run the ball with him, with Miles Sanders, um, with Boston Scott, and then play that short area passing game and like get the ball into the hands of AJ Brown and their receivers and then yeah. let them make plays. Philadelphia has won the last two games by a combined 51 points. They were four and a half point favorites against Tennessee at home, and they beat them by 25. And they were seven seven point favorites against the Giants at home, uh, the Giants away, and they beat them by 26. They're playing at a level that I don't think most teams can see, let alone Chicago. Um, and Chicago is 0-4, 0-4 against the spread in their last four games. So okay. I can't, I can't, in good faith, I can't pick the Bears to cover this nine. Wouldn't be surprised if they did. Wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those games where Philadelphia is kind of looking ahead to to next week, yeah. um, and like allows a backdoor cover or or Justin Fields gets hot, you know, hot hot late and is able to, you know, bring the offense. I think it's a low scoring game, so I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with the under, but I think Philly can win this game somewhere around the line, some <clears throat> somewhere around the lines of like twenty seven to 14 or something like that so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna go ahead and take philly in the under all right next up we have the atlanta falcons at the new orleans saints rivalry game between those two cities saints are at home for this one and they are giving three and a half and the over under is 43 and a half i am leaning towards the saints because they actually play defense both of these are dome teams um i think the saints actually have the better quarterback it's Desmond Ritter's first start, so I'm taking New Orleans. They're going to win. Atlanta's going to lose, and they might have to go back to Mariota. But the only problem is he's not even with the team, so I don't even know who's behind him. So good luck to Atlanta Falcons. I hope y'all brought another quarterback with y'all. Go ahead, Ant. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Saints on this one. I'm taking the under on this. This is definitely going to be Ritter's on. Oh, no, give me the over. I'm sorry. Give me the over as well. Sorry to interrupt. It's 43 and a half. There's going to be a ton of points being scored. 
No, I, I think it's going to be a little bit less than that. On one side, I'm calling the Atlanta side is going to be less points scored because somebody's getting the NFL. Welcome to the NFL moment, you know. So there's going to be a little bit of beat down, a little you know, a little sizzle here. You know, see how the players speed up. It's not college anymore. So give me the Saints and give me the under in this one, and um, hopefully, really, you know, recovers from this and has a good career. But you know, good luck on that. All right, Malik. <laughs> I love the fact that you guys are like, you know, in in on the Saints here because <clears throat> this is like, I mean, to, you you called Ace, you called this a rivalry earlier. Yeah, um, Atlanta North, and and, and and they don't like each other. This ain't no rivalry. But I don't think all it really is. No, though, it, it is. It's it is no, it, it, It's it's a rivalry because they don't like each other, but they both stink. So, but they're both one game. They're separated by one game. though. But Malik's right. They but both they stink. Both, but they they, they still they, trying to make the playoffs. Stink. But they both stink. <laughs> they both stink. This is this is like this is like you know two really weak people that two. It's it's a it's a, it's a fight between two really really weak people. So like it's a rivalry, sure. Five year olds. Are they slapping like little yeah, girls like on that. the side? Like, they don't like <laughs> each other, sure. But who cares? Like, like nobody like cares. Like, yeah. it's, it's a slap fight, right? This is not this is not a rivalry, okay? Gotcha. Um, this is a pretty pretty decent landing spot for um uh for for Ritter for Ritter to make his first start. The hope here is that he's you know uh, you know done all the prep work and has taken that additional week to really get himself ready because he's still got some pretty good talent you know um in, in his in his uh, skill position players. He still got Cordero Patterson there. They still got Drake London. Um, yes. <clears throat> so you know they should have some pretty good. They did that. The ability to score points shouldn't be that difficult for them here. I think it's interesting, and nobody, people aren't talking about it. I think it's interesting that um, James James Winston has not been on the injury report for like the last few weeks, and he's not playing. Like, like oh, they're yeah, still they starting want... Andy Dalton over him. Yeah, they want to go with um, Dalton. I think Dalton gives them a better shot. I think Dalton. I, I don't think either one of them give give him any shot. But <laughs> the reality of the situation is the reality of the situation is. They're so bad at quarterback. They, they, honestly, at they, they honestly think that they honestly think that the red rifle is is, is a better value than James Winston. Um, mm. I've said this before. I think that I think that this is this is just a, a um, exercise in futility. I'm glad I don't have to watch this game because I have Sunday ticket. Um, so I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take New Orleans to win it because I because I'll take New Orleans in the under because uh, I just I just honestly believe that this is just Alvin Kamara scores like three touchdowns and then we and then we all go home. You better that's never what wear Saints jersey ever again. I tell you that. That's that's what I hope. Red oh no, I I I support the Saint. I support the Saints, but yeah. I don't support this version of them. <laughs> you got Andy Dalton. You got Andy Dalton starting a quarterback. I can't support you. I can't do it. And, so and James, I, I was Mr. supporting James. Be like, let's go. Exactly. Okay. No. Moving on. Moving on to the no, next. No. Well, game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because James James was pretty good last year before he got hurt. He was okay. I'd be more inclined to yeah. say I know I know what Andy Dalton is, and he ain't it. All right. Like I said, if if Andy Dalton's your backup, your season's over before he even starts. Cool, cool, cool. Well, he did that to Chicago last year, so I don't blame you. Detroit at the New Jersey Jets. Game of the week. Detroit Let's go, is, a road, is a road favorite, giving one and a half to the New Jersey Jets. The over-under is 43 and a half. I am taking Detroit because Quinnen Williams is still expected not to play. 
because he's not expected to play, Detroit will be able to run the ball. Because they can run the ball, they'll be able to win. The Jets are number one in play-action defense, but without Quinn and Williams, I don't think they'll be as good. And it's not that I believe that Detroit's offense is just that good, but I do think it's going to be a problem with Zach Wilson coming back. I don't think he's as bad as everybody thinks he is, and hopefully he has learned from his mistakes. But Quinn and Williams is the only reason why I'm taking Detroit. Go ahead, Ant. And I'm taking the under on this. Zach Wilson, right now, my book's a piece of shit. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. This dude needs to be benched right now. He he needs to stay on the bench right now because he's not mentally there. The Jets have not won no – he has not really won no games with the Jets, for the Jets this year. It was the defense, and it was the running game of Brees Hall. Sorry to say, that's my opinion of watching every single game of this. I have – after watching games with him – I'm literally crossing my fingers hoping that the defense or something else, some miracle magic thing actually happens because he does the same things all the time. He quite, he's quite trying to pretend to be Patrick Mahomes instead of just running the offense. Come on now. We just saw, what was it, Thursday night, last night, with the yeah. 49ers, Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant run the same in offense, and he's not doing all the extra special stuff. The 49ers, Wait, offense, is, 49ers offense is the same as the Jets. Is it really? Yes, that's what it. That's what they just got the office from. The okay. OC's from what's the name from forty ninety two. Clearly, the head coach is doing his job. The OC wasn't. <laughs> the OC, the OC took the, the OC took the book, but he don't know how to read it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's, it's not. It's not that. Is the way Zach Wilson plays is him mentally. He wants to be the the hero, or whatever. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's not playing. He's not really playing quarterback unless he proves something different. He did some some magical Danielson training, you know, and you know while he was gone. I don't see nothing happening. I hate to say this. Yeah, I'm taking the lines on this one. I'm taking the lines wow. on this one. I'm taking, I'm taking the under. I don't trust Zach Wilson to score points. When you put when you had Mike White in there, he's he's literally passing it to ten different people. Mm-hmm. When Zach Wilson is in there. He's barely passing it to three. Oh, Corey Davis is going to be hurt as well. So the Jets literally hide Zach Wilson when he plays. They hide him in the offense. Mm. And you say that Quentin Williams is not even playing? Yeah, he's not playing. He's questionable. Very questionable. He has not Quinn practiced Williams, all week. He's been limited. Quentin Williams might still be playing because that was just an that was just an ankle um, injury there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to put weight on that. But I the def, the Jets defense is definitely deep when it comes to offensive line. This is a very scary game here, even before the um the Zach Wilson switch switch rule, whatever. Yeah. Before that, I would have called the Jets and I would have called the Jets as far as it and call it call it a day, but I'm gonna have to go with Detroit on this one just because my 10-4 hat is on right now. Any fan out there know any Jet fans out there know we all Jet fans have a little hidden 10-4 hat somewhere. So I'm gonna go with my 10-4 hat theory over here. Quite cross my fingers and hope I'm wrong and go with Detroit and the under. Go ahead, Malik. I hate this, and I really wanted you to like go all in. Last week, you were like, "I can't." But who who did Jets play last week? They were playing. Um, well, we Buffalo, had the, um, Buffalo. Yeah, it was Buffalo. You guys played Buffalo last week, and you were like, "Jets by a dozen, Jets by like Jets by a hundred, all Jets all day." And I was just if like, we record, you, know, if, I was... "You know, if we recorded this on Wednesday or yesterday, our normal recording time, <laughs> I would be like, yeah, Jets in the over.'" Blah 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 blah. As soon as he made that yeah. switch, I was like, nope, I have no faith in this dude. 
it's like they go to Josh to, to, to this kid Zach Wilson, and you're like, all right, you you feel about him the way I just felt about Andy Dalton. That's your, that's what it yeah. sounds like. It's yes. like you have the you have you have been stricken by the Andy Dalton disease. I follow this team so deeply. I see how these players react towards Mike White compared to this guy. This guy, was like, or, I'm calling this guy now, Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Well, which, no is why, which is why I actually find it interesting that the team did not, with, with a playoff uh, spot on the line, to me, this is not the time to see if Zach Wilson has, you know, has learned his lesson and is is ready to lead this team again. They have no um, choice. We don't, <clears throat> we don't know. Well, because I said, if Mike White is truly can't play, uh, he's truly he's truly injured and he can't play and he needs the rest. I get it. Um, but I I I'm surprised that they just don't go to they, they don't go to Flacco because Flacco. I mean, if nothing else, Flacco has proven that he is a. No, no, no. he proved nothing last game. As soon as, they, as soon as he came <laughs> in that game, Flacco fumbled his way out. He was like, Flacco no, was, was one but, step into but, retirement right now. But again, but we know what we already know what Flacco is. The, the the issue I have with Zach Wilson is which is what you're saying, Ant. We have no clue what this kid has done and what he is going to be on Sunday. We have no clue. He could be. And we've never really seen "quote unquote" good Zach Wilson, like unless that is the unless you know what we've seen is the best that he has, and then that is good Zach Wilson. And then we we you know we hope that we pray to God to never see bad Zach Wilson. But you know we don't know what this kid's gonna bring. At the very least, you know what Flacco is, and then you try to build, you try to you know work around it to try to craft a win together. That's the only reason. This is the reason why I think Detroit, you know, is 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 the is the pick here, um, because the number is so low. The weather, the only, the main concern I have with respect to Detroit is obviously Jared Goff is so much better at home than he is on the road. I think he's, I think his 19 of his 19 touchdown passes, I think 14 or 15 or six. It's like, it's, it's, it's astounding how many of them came from, came at home. He has like two touchdowns on the road. Um, And he's a California kid. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised about that. So I don't expect the, the Lions to get the number high here, but because they're able to run the football, because Quinn Williams is not going, he's not a hundred percent. I expect Detroit to stay with the short area passing game and not try you know, not try not test sauce Gardner, not test that secondary to try to put, push the ball downfield and try to win a time of possession game where you know you forced Zach Wilson to make a make a make a bad play late in late late on. So I'm gonna take Detroit. I'm gonna take the under as well. So we're we're all going there and I'm locking this one in. Um and I was hoping that you would lock in the Jets, then I could lock in Detroit and then we could talk a whole bunch of shit for the rest of the show. But I'm gonna lock my first lock of the week is gonna be Detroit. I'm Detroit sorry, you know how, how painful it is for me to say this because <laughs> things right now I'm, I don't trust Zach Wilson. The only faith I have right now is hopefully that our rookie a rookie of the week's um Zonovan McKnight Zonovan um Knight actually does really good. I'm hoping yeah. our, our, our our next uh, other rookie running back actually does good like he did last week. Mm. But it's up in the air because Zach Wilson yeah. right now he's shit. I'm sorry. Well, you got a good running back. He's so horrible, but he's horrible. You got a good running back, and the fact of the matter is, Detroit's defense is still giving up a lot of yards. I forgot. Not getting a lot of points recently. Yeah, my first two locks of the week are Baltimore getting uh, two, getting three at Cleveland, and then Chicago. No, I'm sorry, not Chicago. 
it is Miami going to Buffalo getting seven. Those are my first two locks of the week. Okay. I forgot to for say some that. for some reason. I think the NFL wants this to happen only because they want to wait till next week when is quite Jacksonville versus the Jets, number one versus number two, primetime Thursday night football BS, blah blah blah. Oh, Mike Nobody White should be back. The Jets and the Lions to They're going to clear the hell out of Mike White. If, if, <laughs> I hope so. If if the Lions beat the brakes off the Jets, you best believe Mike White. They're going. They're going to. They're going to like six million dollar man his ribs back together. Yeah, seriously, they, he's he's gonna but, he's gonna have a whole bionic torso. But just to let you let, just let y'all know, Coy, this this move actually Coy soured my besides soured my grapes or whatever. Mm. It actually I actually had a Coy a great song ready to go. I was gonna have the you know remember the old Coy back in the days be like Mike type of thing. I was yeah. gonna have it for Mike White and everything like oh, that. Like, I was gonna be all all up in there, but you know what? Nah. Well, uh, in that case, special shout out to Matt Milano for saving us from that song. Matt Milano um, holding Mike White in like a lawn chair. <laughs> long live Mr. Wilson. It's oh, Spurg at, at Carolina. Um, Carolina as am I looking? Oh wait, no, yeah, it's it's Pit- you're right. It's at Carolina. Pittsburgh at Carolina. Uh, Pittsburgh is favored by two points. The over under is thirty six and a half. I'm taking the over, and I'm going to take. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh should be able to win this game. Somehow they got five wins. I can't believe Pittsburgh got that many with these random quarterbacks. Um, Players on the team are actually asking for Mason Rudolph to start. I'm shocked by that. Being as how bad he was the past two seasons where they had to put him in. Trubisky is expected to start, so we'll see how he does. But Carolina's defense has been so up and down. And they've really only been good against the NFC South. Against everybody else, they've been like all over the place. And the only other team they beat was the Rams. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. Um, that's just no coaching. I think, you know, Tomlinson and the defense will be able to lock down Sam Darnold. And I don't see him getting much better. So give me Pittsburgh. George Pickens should have a good day. And Najee Harris should have a good day. Go ahead, Ant. Hey, who's playing again? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh at Carolina. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 yeah, for real, who's playing again? Oh, <laughs> No, I shouldn't say that because, you know, Donald actually won a court last week against, you know, Geno Smith when the battle of the former New York Jets court bowl. So I don't know. This this actually is a, this is a hard game to pick because you got, you got Donald, the former, one of the former number one picks versus Kenny Pickett, you know, up and coming former number one pick. Um, I'm going to have to go on taking Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with uh, Pittsburgh because of the, the um, coaching staff, the experience on this and their defense. Give me the Pittsburgh and the under this one. For this, that that's going to be my first lock of the week. All right, go ahead, Malik. <clears throat> um, so Carolina's actually playing uh, better football um, at this point, and I think the last I saw was the picket was actually injured and was not likely to play. He's doubtful. Yeah, for it's, this uh, game, Trubisky. So yeah, it's going to be Mitch. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm going to take the Panthers. Um, the Panthers, at this point in the season, I mean, I don't think the Panthers are a good team, but they are in the thick of their play of their division, um, of the division competition. They're only and one game behind Tampa Bay. The exactly. They're only one game behind Tampa Bay, so they could actually win this division. Like, like it's surprising, not surprisingly, they could find themselves oh in being first in the division by the end of the week. And so it's a home game for them. Um, they're only giving up two points. So I like Carolina here to cover the number. 
Um, I can't really say who, I can't really say how, because I can to be 100% honest with you. I don't even know who the hell's on Carolina's team, except for Sam Darnold. Um, DJ Moore. Or, and, Chuba, and, and Chuba Hubbard and DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, but, oh, and uh, it, who's the running back? Is it Deontay Foreman? Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman? Um, the apostrophe Anta. Yeah. So, maybe, you know, Maybe there's a there's there's a world in which they are they are able to to put together enough points. Nope. Um Pittsburgh's defense is good. Uh and and so they should keep they should keep it close to the number. Najee Harris hasn't looked good all year. Um I hold, I've I I've I've had him in a couple of fantasy teams and he's just I don't know if he's in if he's been laboring or if he's been injured or, or whatever. I know he did get injured at some point during the season, but he hasn't been really good all year. He hasn't been explosive and he doesn't he doesn't, doesn't seem to to me to be that um that bell cow running back that uh that 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 Pittsburgh needs to um, <clears throat> to supplement their 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 passing game um, when they don't have you know great passing from their their quarterbacks. So I'm going to take Carolina and I'll take the under as well here. Um, I don't love it, so I'm not going to go with the best bet here. But I think Carolina is able to able to cover the number, and that sets up for a really interesting game. Carolina hosting the Lions next week if that play if those two those two uh, finals play out. All right. You know what it is? He's not getting as many carries because he's averaging the same average yards per carry as he did last year. 3.8. Interesting. Interesting. So then, so yeah, then, then there's a whole other question about what's what's going on there. They're throwing the ball. They're not giving him they're not giving him enough touches personally. Maybe he's maybe he is laboring with an injury, but they're not giving him a lot of touches. Uh, next up, we got Dallas at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is getting four points at home. They win and lose every other week. So as being as they won last week. I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, Michael Parsons better talk up, better uh, back up all that talk he had for um, Jalen Hurts talking about your system quarterback. We better believe that you are not a system uh, pass rusher. So I better expect to see some sacks this week against Jacksonville. You're the best in the league, and you're going to be the defensive MVP, and you want to be considered the NFL MVP. You know, put up and shut up, my man. Show what you could do, and come here and uh, put a couple of sacks on Trevor Lawrence, the Golden Boy. And show them why Dallas is going to be in the Super Bowl. So I'm taking Dallas. And I'm going to take the over because they keep dropping a ton of points on everybody. 47 and a half. They barely got by uh, Houston last week, which I called. I said it was going to be close. They damn near lost that game until the last 30 seconds. So I'm taking Dallas. And I expect them to cover and win. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take Jacksonville and the under in this one. Um, Dallas is... <clears throat> Dallas, quite for me, they seem like they, they looked like they came had a good comeback. Whatever was the last week when they, they, they did the blow blowing out ninety eight yard drive. Yeah, who did he play last week? Houston. Okay, yeah, that's Houston. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say, for some reason, I don't really care about who's picking, <laughs> I'm picking this team, but. I'm just gonna pick Jacksonville just for the coin flip, just just to have something different from y'all. Because I maybe Malik might pick Dallas as well. I'm just gonna take All them right. and take Jacksonville under. Maybe I get a lucky streak and you know get one up on y'all. I ain't okay. locking this in, but whatever. Fair enough. Go ahead, Malik. So, so I thought that I assumed that the reason why Dallas. Almost, almost lost that game against Houston was because they were looking ahead to their next opponent. And so I assumed that that next opponent had to be somebody important. And then I saw it was Jacksonville. And I was like, then then it clearly wasn't that. 
they clearly lost to they clearly almost lost to Houston because they underestimated Houston and they played down to their they played down to their opponent's level. And so that might just be who the Cowboys are. Yeah, if it's huh. a big time game with some big time impl- impl- implications, then they show up. And when it's a game that doesn't appear to be, you know, all that important or it looks like an easy dub for them, they they find a way to stumble. This number is pretty low. The other thing is it's interesting is like there's been all this talk about uh, since Jacksonville beat Tennessee last week um, about like Jacksonville turning the corner and Trevor Lawrence is playing the best football of his career. And the, 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 the Jaguars are finally showing something. They're showing some ability. They lost 40 to 14, like two, like a week before that to Detroit. <laughs> so exactly. all of that goodwill of Jacksonville is based on one week against the Titans. It is not, it is not from previous weeks. They just got smoked against the Lions. All that said, I'll take the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're home. I'll take the home dog here to cover the number. Um, I don't like it any more than you do, Ant, so I'm not locking this in. Actually, I like taking the, Jacksonville? I, I'm t- taking Jacksonville. They're the home dog. I'm locking in Dallas as my uh, lock of the week. You know why? Jacksonville is the only team that actually lost to Houston. And they did it at home. So I'm but taking that Dallas. was like week one or like no, that was that was really was early week, in the season. It was week five and a loss. Okay, was a loss. It was early. It was lost. It was early. But it was it's early. Who's the worst team in the league early. by a mile. So I'm, I'm definitely locking in Dallas. But Jacksonville should get rocked. But Dallas, Dallas, Dallas should have lost that game. I watched that. I watched the replay of that game. Dallas should have lost that game. But no, I'm going to take the home. I'm going to take the home dog here. I like I like the points. Um, I don't think Jacksonville is as good as people think that they are. I think Dallas should win the game. But if Dallas does what Dallas what, what Dallas expect what we expect, we expect them to do, the game will stay close because Dallas is not going to think that they're worth anything. So, I'll take I'll take Jacksonville in the over. All right. Next up, we got Kansas City at Houston, uh, the best team in the AFC against the worst team in the AFC. Houston is getting fourteen points at home. The over under is forty nine and a half. I don't even know how you bet the over or the under. I would not bet this game. Um, they could easily lose by exactly fourteen. I'm going to take Kansas City because Houston's terrible. Uh, Kansas City's defense is not great, but it doesn't matter because Travis Kelsey and Juju could both have, you know, two, three touchdowns apiece. Who knows? Patrick Mahomes may take off the whole fourth quarter and then Houston catches up. But I'm taking KC. There's there's no rhyme or reason to this one. Do not bet this game if I were you. Go ahead, Ant. Hey, why are we talking about this game? I thought this was supposed to be a skip game. They had the highest pick. We're picking all of them because there's no more bye week, so. Oh, I thought we were just going to skip this game because, you know, we already know Houston's going to lose. So give me KC in the over. I'm just going to take the over just for the beat down. KC might score 49 points on them alone. Make this my, lock, my, my second lock. Go ahead, Malik. I couldn't lock in a 14-point spread. I just can't do it. I can't, call my, I can't bring myself to do that. I do think KC wins the game, and I do think KC covers the number. But I can't lock in a 14-point spread. The last two times, uh, so Houston has been a home dog by 14 or more. Uh two times this season, and they're one and one. They lost by 15 to Miami in week 13, and they lost by 12 to Philadelphia in week uh like three weeks earlier than that. So like week nine, week ten. So 
they're gonna lose when they're 14 point when they're when they're 14 or more point <laughs> dogs. Like there's no chance of them winning. The question is really whether or not you know KC is gonna be able to hold the number against them. I think uh KC is better than uh is, is clearly better than I think they're better a better team than Miami. I don't know if they're better than Philadelphia. Um maybe we'll get to test that out in the Super Bowl. Um, but I think that KC should be able to, you know, score enough points to keep Houston from from uh from being from being competitive and you know show show them that the the game last week against the Cowboys was an aberration. Um they are who we think they are and 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 they are going to be looking at they're looking for their new quarterback. So I'll take KC and I'll take the under um because actually no I'm sorry I'll take that over as well. Uh, I think KC be nice. <laughs> I, I think okay. KC will score enough points and I think Houston will score enough points to get to the over. Uh and I think I that's agree. I think that's the best bet if we can get if we can get a best bet I yeah. would take the best bet on that. But I uh, definitely think KC wins the game. All right, we're spanking. gonna take the over on this. Um, next up, we got uh, Arizona at Denver. Denver, Russell Wilson is not gonna be playing, and Arizona, Kyler Murray isn't gonna be playing. Denver has a battle defense. Battle the Denver doesn't have. Denver has a defense. Arizona doesn't. Let's see if this backup quarterback can run this offense any better. Um, I'm gonna take Denver. They're at home. They got a defense, and the over under is 36 and a half. I'm gonna take well under. Um, if there are more than 20 points scored in this game, don't be surprised. They'll probably cut away from this on the red zone because they'll never be in the red zone. So I'm going to take Denver and I will lock. I, I can't lock this in, but I'm going to take Denver. Go ahead, Ann. You know who's the quarterback on the, um, on the Broncos? I have no, I, to be honest, I really don't. I'm not even messing. His name is Brett Ripon, I believe. Brett Ripon. Brett, Ripon. Ripon. Oh, he's Mark Ripon. He's Mark Ripon's um, nephew. Nephew. Ah, Boise State fame. I remember him. So you you know you think he can channel in, you know something actually no. do something against Cole McCoy? I mean, I know Cole McCoy won't be good, but like Denver's defense is still going to give up like maybe no points in this one. Like Cole McCoy is a statue. Yeah, like, we saw just what happened against, against an altitude against uh, you know San Francisco. They got crushed. So all Denver had to do was <laughs> score ten points. They could win. And the over and under is 44, uh, 44 points or no? That's no, 36 and a half. 36 points. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm just gonna go with the I'm just gonna go with you the same way because it doesn't make no sense to yeah. even even bother picking any of these teams. I don't even want to even show up in their stadium if they gave me a free ticket. But anyway, give me Denver and give, give me the under on this one. On prop bets, take the over on the punts, even if it's six or seven and a half. Yeah, yeah give me the punter in a in a court a lot. Lock in the punter. <laughs> <laughs> um, um I when I looked at this game and realized that uh Kyler and and both Russ and Kyler weren't going to play. Uh the first thought I had was, you know, how I would love to be able to hear Denver media if Mar- if if uh Brett Rippin comes out there and like cooks <laughs> cooks the Arizona uh, defense and they score 35 yeah. points because they haven't scored more than I think they have they gotten over 20 points this so far this season. I don't know how many times Last they might game, have gotten 28. over 20 points. Okay. So like their their offense has been so anemic with Russell Wilson that just about anything that they do um is is, is probably going to be seen as a benefit. The other thing I thought about when I went into the when I'm going into this game and realized it was Colt McCoy versus um, versus Brett Rippon, the first question I had was, well, who are the kickers? Because they're going to be the most important people on the team. Okay. <laughs> Whoever's making kicks over there is probably going to be, uh-huh. the, one, be the ones that's going to hold it down. Um, then there's, there's, 
there's no reason that a three and ten team should be a should be a, a favorite for any to any against anybody, um, let alone a team that has one more win than them. Um, so Montreal, take Montreal. take Denver, stay away from this as much as you possibly can. But because I think the the piece here that that, that stands out to me is it's a one and a half point spread. If I think that they're that both teams are gonna store gonna score in batches of three, then that means that there's somebody's somebody's gonna win by three. That's what's gonna happen. So I'm gonna take Denver to win this game nine six and 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 cover the number. So the under go hard on the under here. I would love to see, I would love to see 38-33. That's what I want to see. I want to see both these. I want to see Colt McCoy and Brett Rippin go. You know, old school quarterback, you know, and, and just like rip this ball over. Cause I want to see what the world says if Jerry Judy has like 11 catches for 242 yards and three touchdowns and freaking everybody's like, wait, what happened here? And Russ Wilson's like, let's cook next week, baby. I'm back. <laughs> I can't wait. I guess I'd I, I pay for that. I'd pay for that. Denver in the under. Marquise Brown got- should be playing as well, just to let, you, let everybody know. You know, his little Whoa. illness. Marquise Brown. Uh-oh. Whoa, watch out. Uh-oh. Big deal. Hollywood. All right. Hollywood Brown. Yeah, he might play. You never know. Well, Jerry Judy's playing, so that's all that matters for Denver. Um, New England at Las Vegas. The old coach is teaching, is going against his students. New England, the old coach is going against the students, and he's going to beat the brakes off of them. New England's defense is way better. They have multiple ways to win this game. They have multiple running backs to run the ball with. They're going to be able to shut down Las Vegas' offense, and they're going to be able to win this one easy. So lock this one in. Give me New England, and they're going to beat the brakes off of Vegas. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. I'm going to take the over. Go ahead, Ant. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is questionable with his um, um, quad in hand, but he still said he's going to be playing this week. It doesn't really matter or whatever. What we're going to see in this game, we're going to see the um, Raiders coach type up his resume, walk over to the other side of the sidelines and hand it to Bill Belichick because that's where he's going to be next year. So give me give me New England and give me the under in this one. Oh, this, right, is gonna yeah. be my, this is going to be my third lock of the week. Go ahead, Malik. Um, right, let me just put in your third. This wait, what was your second lock at? Sorry, you have Pitt, uh, and then I didn't see the second. I didn't see the second one. I forgot what my second one was. You know what? Let's just make this my second one. I forgot what my second one was. Okay, that's how bad right. it was. Maybe I should put the Jets as my lock. Yeah, I'll put the Jets. The Jets losing as my lock, just because of Zach Wilson. So what are the? Oh, really? You gonna put Detroit as your lock? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe my tinfoil hat my season in season to have the Jets to win that way. Reverse you, psychology. You, 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 you really are laying it on thick, my Malik, friend. put New England down as my fourth lock of the week. Got it. Okay. Um, we're sweeping this one. I just hope, I hope for the sake, for the sake of uh argument, I hope that the Las Vegas Raiders, um, I hope that as 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 homework for this week, that they watched Return of the Jedi. And specifically, the fight between Vader and Emperor Palpatine, and this and that gives you the that gives you the 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 understanding as to what this probably means to Josh McDaniels. Slay the beast, Josh McDaniels. I'm not picking you because I'd never pick you, but do it. Slay the beast, kill the emperor, take him out. Do what you can. Ve- uh, Vegas is actually not bad, not a bad team. Josh Jacobs is actually a pretty good player. You know what you know what you're gonna get from Devontae Adams. The defense is not good, but they're not 
the worst either. Um, and New England really hasn't shown the ability to score consistently. So I don't think this, I don't think this is, I think this is a very, I think this number is very, very interesting and very, very close, but I see no reason why the Vegas Raiders should be favored. That's why I'm picking New England and I'm locking them as my second lock of the week as well. So I'm going, we're all, we're all locking it, locking this one in. Um, because I just don't see a reason why I, I could see Vegas winning this game. I just don't see a reason why they're favored. So I'm going to take New England as well. And I'm locking them in uh, New England in the under. All right. Next up, we got Tennessee at the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three points. The over-under is 46 and a half. I am going to take the Chargers. Tennessee has 29 players listed on the injury report. Most injured team in the league. They are hurting. I don't believe they will play well against the Chargers, who won last week against Arizona. And I think the Chargers are going to get on a roll and probably play their way into the AFC playoffs. Give me the Chargers. And I'm not going to lock this one in, but I feel very good about this pick. Go ahead, Ant. Wait, who's supposed to be picking again? Tennessee, Tennessee versus Chargers. the L.A. Chargers. Oh, no, I was just actually saying as a joke from before, but as the same thing as the... Um, well, these two Carolina teams have game. winning records, so that's not really that funny. Well, it is for me because <laughs> I want I want Tennessee to, Tennessee to actually win this game. So... Give me Tennessee and give me the under this one just because I want them to win. I think they, they're going to try to run this really good. They they got a good defense and stuff like that when it when, it's, when this time comes around. And I think they'll make they'll actually make it against and beat the, beat the Chargers on this one. So the Chargers right. packing home. And what's the name? They'll be getting a nice new quarterback next um coach next year. I mean, all right, got him, Malik. Um, and you're right. Tennessee is going to run the football. You know exactly what Tennessee is going to try to do and how they're going to try to win. You know who else knows that? Everybody, because they can't do anything else. Everyone. People that don't watch football. Your grandmother, your mother, your father, your, your, your third grade teacher. Everybody knows what the hell they do. Even if you don't watch the game, you know what the hell they do. Because they do the same thing every single day. It's every single week. It's the definition of insanity for this team. They piss me. I, I can't stand watching them. And they bother me to no end. The Chargers, are, at the very least, the Chargers are kind of interesting and fun to watch. You know, and they find ways to lose. And when you find ways to lose, just like just like with Detroit, just like with Dallas, when you find ways to lose, at the, at the very least, that means that your games are going to be interesting and fun as hell. Except for when you play the Titans, because they just bore things out. The Titans are the Titans are like the 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 NFL's golden girls. We need we need to just get get them get them a new quarterback and get them some new fun weapons to have some fun in Tennessee. Or maybe this is just how they like it because they are boring. They are bland like mayonnaise. I can't stand watching them. Um, I'll take the Chargers. I just because I like them more. <laughs> I think they're just a better team. I'll take the Chargers and I'm gonna lock this in as my third lock of the week. Thank you very much. Damn, mayonnaise is that boring? <laughs> it's yeah, mayonnaise, pretty bad. Yes. They're mayonnaise on they're mayonnaise on white bread. That's what they are. That's what they are. <laughs> wow. All right. Next up, we got Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is getting three and a half points at home. The over-under is 45 and a half. I'm going to lean on the under and I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Um, all the wide receivers, except for Jamar Chase, are nursing an injury. Hendrickson, their best uh, defensive end, is out for Cincinnati. Therefore, Tom Brady won't really have to worry about him as much, but I do expect them to keep this game close. I don't know if they'll win, but I do believe this is actually going to be a pretty good game to watch. 
So I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm counting on them to keep this one close and not get blown out. So give me Tampa and give me those three and a half points. Go ahead, Ant. Well, I'm going to go to uh, I'm going to go the opposite way here. Give me Cincinnati. Give me the smoke, the smoking um, cigar quarterback. They're getting hot at the right time while Tom Brady and his retirement home team is quite is packing it in. Unfortunately, you know the fire that Tom Brady had, you know, from quite divorcing his wife and moving on, becoming a singles man again, is dying down. <laughs> so this team is dying down as well. So I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go that way. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati winning this thing and give me the give me the over in this one. All right. You know, maybe give some some of the hymns or Seattle oh. or Viagra or something like that. Maybe get you know, Tom Brady out there. Leonard Fournette is healthy, and so is Rashad White. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's still gonna lose. Tampa. Oh no, I hear you. Go ahead, Malik. Tampa's um, Tampa's an interesting team this year. Um, I think no one wants to admit that Tom Brady is forty five, and and he's just playing like a forty five year old man trying to play football with twenty somethings. Like like nobody wants to openly admit it because everybody. I, I love the fact that like when people talk about Tom Brady now, right, and they talk about how bad the team is, they say, "Oh, the team's really bad." But if you give Tom Brady one chance. He'll do it. He'll do it to you because he's done it to you so many times. It's just great. And this is what Tom Brady is. And that's awesome. Tom Brady is 45 years old. He's some, it was going to catch up to him at some point in time in his life. And it, damn it, it has caught up to him because those receivers on the other, on the outside, the Tampa has are pretty good. Their running backs are pretty good. Their offensive line is a bunch of people that he decided to bring back. Although um, there were, you know, there were some injuries early on to some guys on his team, but the offensive line is pretty much what he what he wanted. And this is his third year in Tampa. He's looking really, really suspect. He's looking like really, really bad right now. Cincinnati's a new kid on the block. They're taking care of business. They're getting a little bit healthy over time. And Joe Burrow is everything that Tom Brady used to be. Um, so I'm going to take Cincinnati, and I'm going to take the – under here, uh, because Tampa Bay. I think no, actually I'm gonna take the over on this one. I think Tampa Bay can get can get can, can score some points here against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's defense is actually low key low key good too. So um, I'm gonna take Cincinnati to cover to cover the number, and uh, I'll take the I'll take the under. Oh, right. before you move on, Ace, just yeah. want to um, make this not only make this my lock, but also want to add in. Tom, remember, Tom Bowles is a coach, and also <laughs> another thing. Quite, I don't know if you had been noticing, but been a lot of players been going up to Tom Brady at the end of the game to sign things. Like last week, dude came up to him talking about, "Can you sign my ball? I've been watching you ever since I was little, five years old. We high and stuff like that." So you know, kind of it kind of it kind of brings in reality here about him being old. But anyway, twenty third season. It's his twenty third season in the league. He lost to a guy last week in Brock Purdy. Who was 22 years old. He's been in the NFL longer than Brock Purdy's been alive. We get how old he is. Yeah. It's not that. It's that Mike Evans isn't playing as well he did the past two seasons. And you know what's weird about that? He's only 29. This is 90 year old. Oh, Evans, yeah. I thought Evans was older than that, but he's only 29. He'll be 30, I believe, next year, which is crazy. I wouldn't like it if a player walked up to me and said, you're my dad's favorite player. Like, like, I don't, I don't. It's it's a compliment. So. I, yeah, it's, it's compliment it's sandwich with an insult. It's it's time <laughs> for me to go. Okay, it's time for me to leave. Um, yeah, seriously, it's like if it's if it's like, hey, my grandma loves you. Like, 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 
Like, my nah, grandma dude. thought he was sexy. Nah. Like, my grandma nah, thought he was sexy. Like, exactly. That's just disrespectful at a certain point. Like, like seriously, seriously. Yeah. Man, can you can you sign his autograph for my grandma, please? Like, <laughs> oh man, New York Giants. Oh, man. New oh York make this fuck block. Got you. New York Giants at the Washington Commandos. I'm taking the Giants because they're getting four and a half points on the road. Um, I think they'll finally just run, run, run the ball. Daniel Jones has no one left to throw to, so he can't really mess that up. Um, I believe Tyler Heineke is going to have a bad game. I just don't have faith in them. It's going to be bad weather all up and down the East Coast. Just give the damn ball to Saquon. Just call it a day and run the ball 40 times. If you want to make the playoffs, Brian Dayball, if you still want to win uh, NFL Coach of the Year, just run the ball. Nobody expected y'all to be this good right away because they don't believe in Daniel Jones, but just run. Just run the ball, okay? Just just, just get this done. I'm going to lock in the Giants for my last lock of the week. I think four and a half for them is way too much. These team, two teams tied last time because they're both equally mediocre, but I think the Giants do have a better running back, so they should win this game. They just should, just based off that. Well, just run the ball 45 times and win it, all right? Let's go. Yeah, Playoffs? Hell no. Giants ain't making no playoffs. They ain't making that shit. This is a beat. This is gonna be another um this is gonna be a loss here on my end. I'm taking the Washington. I'm taking Washington in the under. Giants is basically running on on fumes right now with their skeleton team. There was there was the darling in the middle of the middle of the year. I can say that with Daniel Jones, you know, doing his thing, running around or whatever, saving his teams behind with Saquon Barkley there running, running real good. But I'm gonna go with Washington in this one. I'm taking Washington under. They're gonna win this scrap this scrappy fight between two mediocre, bad, close to bad teams. But playoffs, I don't see that in Washington in the Giants' some future here. They're gonna get knocked out. Go ahead, Malik. Remember, remember everything I said about Tennessee Titans offense. Yeah. Oh, you mean talking about the running and everybody else knows about it and everything like that? You know, you don't yeah. take a psyche for this. Yeah, see New York Giants. Like if you put that, if you if you actually put that, put it in the in the dictionary, like you would have you would have Tennessee Titans offense. You look up bland in the dictionary, and it would say the Tennessee Titans offense is bland. And you'd have you remember how you have those those examples of like what 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 the word like you have the definition of the word, and then you well, have this, like a sample sentence. Yeah, okay, you have the sample <laughs> sentences in the word, and it would say like. The Tennessee Titans are bland. Well, the Giants are exactly that. I'm surprised that these two teams, when these two teams played each other in week one, I want to go back and watch that game because that was probably a really exciting game when these two teams played each other in week one. It's like probably watching, it was probably, probably like watching two old people cross the street and like race race each other across the street. It's like, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's probably what. Two old people crutches 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 and they're almost guaranteed to get into the playoffs. No, actually, yeah. If they tie again and, and Detroit beats uh, beats uh, the Jets, yeah, um, then the, then it's actually better for the Lions um, because no, because we own the tiebreaker over both of these teams. Yeah, but they will only have neither team. Let's put it like this: you'll be at seven and seven, and they'll be at seven five yeah. and one, so they'll still be ahead of you. Seven five and two. Seven five and two. No, they're so seven be... seven 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 six and two. I'm sorry, no, yeah, seven, they're five both seven two. five and one. So if they tie again, they'll all both be ahead of you. They shouldn't even be ahead of just because they suck. That half that half game won't up. mean that half game won't mean much. I I remember I read about it recently because um, Seattle that, that seven tie, and seven, so you'll still be tied with Seattle. That if it if they tie, it's actually it's actually good for the Lions for them to both tie. But anyway, in any event, all right, the, the I'm going to pick Washington to to cover. 
Uh, and it's gonna be my fourth my fourth lock. Washington's, I mean, Washington's the remember everybody can remember, Washington's the only team to beat Philadelphia. And they did it in a really, in a in a in a, in a pretty convincing fashion if you watch that game. Washington yeah. can score some points. They can score some points, they can put up some numbers, and Taylor that defense isn't and they can score some points with Taylor Heineke. They can right. absolutely score points with Taylor Heineke. And that defense is nowhere near as bad as people uh, as people like to talk about it. They can rush the passer. Um, they can get after it from there. So I, I think Washington, um, I think Washington stumbled into the tie. They should have lost that game against the Giants, you know, a couple of weeks back, and they wound up getting catching the tie, which was which is good for them. I think they I think they smoked the Giants here because I'm picking Washington and then my fourth lock of the week. You know, looking at, at all the teams that Washington has beat, they're pretty terrible. The best, the only team that they beat that's any good is Philadelphia. That's that's the only team they beat Green that's, Bay. That's, they beat the, Chicago, that's the, the best team. That's the best team. They beat the best team in the NFL. That's what you say. They saying. lost to them 28 to twenty four. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Tennessee. They lost to Minnesota. Like they're one of those teams that found a way to lose. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Giants getting that four and a half. They might win and they probably will cover. Um, last game of the week, Monday Night Football, the L.A. Rams with the Green Bay Packers. Who knows how cold it's going to be this week? Everybody keeps talking about weather, but you know what? The Packers are that bad, so I'm just going to take the Rams. Um, I don't like them. I want to see them get eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, I hope they bury Aaron Rodgers in the cold underneath this field. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Donald with three sacks. Give me the Rams. Let's go. Uh, the Rams wow. are getting seven points, and over under 39 and a half, and I think they're going to go off because Green Bay's team is just kind of – there's no fight left in them. So give me the Rams. The chance that Green Bay will make the playoffs is like insurmountable. They have to win every game, and also other teams have to lose a lot of games, which is unlikely to happen. So give me the Rams and get no seven points. Go ahead, Ant. Wild me nothing. Go ahead. What's the difference between Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers wasn't the first overall pick. Not only that, Aaron Rodgers actually has a ring. Aaron Rodgers actually was once considered one of the best quarterbacks of all, of his generation. Last season he was. Yeah. But, but time you know, comes for everyone. Time might come for everyone, but Aaron Rodgers can still try to squeeze it out at least a little bit, you know, before he he hangs up his cleats and start being the host of Jeopardy. So oh. give me the Packers on this one. And I'm going to take the under on this one. I, I don't try, Yeah, Baker Mayfield did his thing last week. I give him that. Maybe you might find a seat for, for the future. Yeah, right. When Whistling comes back, Baker Mayfield's going to be back up or somewhere else. But anyway, give me give me Aaron Rodgers. You want to squeeze it out, whatever team that he has left in his team right now, and give me the no. under. Don't have any faith on this the This is in Green Bay. Come on now. Go ahead, Malik. Give me the Rams all day, every day. This Green Bay in the cold. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers is going to pull out something so, so he can make the playoffs. Yeah, just like last year against San Francisco. Yeah, this is not San Francisco. <laughs> oh, this is my final lock of the week. <clears throat> Green Bay. Yep. Ooh. Taking chances. Taking a lot uh, of chances here. I'm. I'm. I don't want to lock this in. I'm, I'm gonna say Green Bay as well. I don't want to lock this one in. I, I just the Rams are so depleted. That win that they got against. Locks? <clears throat> no, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick another game to be my lock. Um, oh. actually I'm gonna take K I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna take KC to lock in. That would be my fifth lock. Um <clears throat> the Rams are so de- the Rams are so depleted. That game against uh Vegas last week where um was it Vegas? No, who they played last week where they where, where um 
Baker Mayfield made the comeback. I can't remember who it was. Um, <clears throat> it was Vegas. it was a great story. It was it was Vegas. Okay, it was it a was great close. story. It was a great it was a great comeback. You know, um, great story for Baker. Great story for what Thursday Night Football, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was good. It was nice to see, but it didn't tell me anything that I didn't already know about Baker Mayfield. He can make a couple of throws. If you give him an opportunity, he can make a couple of throws. That's why he was the number one pick in the draft. I mean, he, it's not like he can't make throws. <laughs> he can throw the football. He's, he's a relatively accurate kid. If you, if you, if you give him the opportunity, some time to time to work. Um, Green Bay at home is still a formidable, uh, it's still formidable enough to hold a number. I don't see I, I just I just see this game going. I I, I wish that ES I, I wish and I, w- I bet ESPN wishes that they could flex their game, uh, their Monday night game, so they could they could have pushed this into Sunday afternoon, and they could have taken like Miami and Buffalo or something like that for Monday night. But they can't do that, of course, because um, I don't think anybody wants to watch this game, and and I don't, I don't think the Manning cast wants to wants to cover it. I don't think anybody nope. wants to cover it, but uh, they have no choice. So I'll be tuning in to see Green Bay lose, though. I, I'll take I'll take Green Bay just because I think that the Rams are I think the Rams I think the Rams are just they're done like that that was their that was their last so. raw that was their big uh, that was their last raw that was their big moment you know against Vegas and and having the having the nice story of Baker but uh, I don't see any real talent on this team um, wow at this point everybody's hurt everybody's hurt Aaron Donald is hurt Cam um, Akers is healthy and nobody cared. Cam make Cam Cam Akers wow. was help, was has been healthy most of the season. Cam, I hope you're listening, been, and he hasn't been able to get it. So, I, I you know Malik is doubting you. I don't really again. I don't really want to. I don't you know you know I can't stand picking Green Bay. You know I cannot stand picking Green Bay, and I damn sure no, I'm lock Green Bay in. That's not happening. Oh damn! But I just I just right. I just feel like you know the the the, the Packers. You know, we'll find a way to win and cover the number. Maybe it's just you know a heavy dosage of the running game from from the Packers and and Christian Watson has a couple of you know long 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 passes uh, thrown to him by Aaron Rodgers. Like I I just feel like they'll make enough plays on that side of the ball. Green Bay will to 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 keep it to keep keep the Rams at bay and keep them away from being able to to steal a game to steal and sneak sneak it in the number. So I'll take Green Bay. I don't like the I don't want to lock this one in at all. Um, and I like the under in this one game. All right. We are doing in our shout outs. And what do you got for us? Yeah, so, uh, I almost forgot my shout outs from last one shout out from last week that I forgot since I was pull out the air fryer thing out of nowhere. No, but anyway, <laughs> shout outs. Thanks, thanks to you, Malik, because you reminded me of this. I forgot to put this out last week. Shout outs to Jennifer Lawrence, you know, the first female action hero <laughs> of all time. She was the greatest. <laughs> You know, she, you know, people had to actually go back in time, you know, just so, just so, they, you know, they can make these things so, so people can experience it from a long time ago of the same things that we experienced through the Hunger Games. So shout out to her. That's I had to get that. I definitely had to get out that way. Shout out to um, my jet shout out the way. Um, shout out to Mike White. You know, you folded like a lawn chair, you know, last week. I don't know how the Bills was putting the WWE moves on you like that, but much respect to you on that. Shout out to that. Shout out to James Gunn. You know, he single handedly destroyed the Snyder universe. You know that um not only Henry Cavill's gone, Ben, ben Affleck's um, quite, he's kicking a bucket on this again. And also Patty Jenkins basically quit when they told her, you know, we wanted to rewrite the Wonder Woman script, um, Wonder Woman 3 script, but her, her writing sucks any damn way. But anyway, she's gone. And I want to be surprised if Gail the God follows her along on that one. Shout out to that. 
the rest of the rest of these guys are definitely be going on that. Even The Rock, I don't know, my my brother was telling me today, The Rock actually unfollowed DC and followed what's the name, so he's gonna be gone with his Shazam thing. Shout wow. out to James Gunn, he's gonna tear down that whole DC universe, and maybe he actually might have a plan to make them with younger cast and see what actually happens. You know, he's gonna be bunch a bunch of um. What's the name? YA actors, I guess, coming out of nowhere and taking over for this because he's going to have a young Superman. So shout outs to him on that one. And do I have any other shout outs? Oh, yeah. Shout outs to um, Zach Wilson. Hopefully you do something instead of, you know, disappointing me because that's what's going to happen, I feel. Anyway, shout outs to you. Anyway, I'm out. All right. Um, I'm going to start my shout outs with the Chicago Bears. Shout outs to y'all. I hope y'all come out and beat the Philadelphia Eagles this week so you can shock the world. Um, shout out to Justin Fields. I hope you can somehow again run for a hundred and break the rushing record for a QB in a game and also throw three touchdowns. I don't care if they're all one yard TD passes, they still count just so you can break another record. Um, shout out to everybody who thinks that two is being hated on because they think that Justin Herbert's a better quarterback. And now that they beat your team, I guess you'll just have to sit with the fact that, you know, you're not as good. Even though QBs aren't a wins aren't a QB stat, Justin, you know, Justin Herbert beat to us straight up. So deal with it. Uh, maybe you'll beat Buffalo, maybe you won't. But the fact that the Buffalo Bills fans are celebrating that there's going to be a snow game, this isn't football weather. Uh, most football weather is around like 40, 45, 50 degrees. Football weather is in sub-zero temperatures when it's freezing outside. Uh, the only reason why Buffalo has a franchise is because nobody bought the team soon enough to move it to Toronto. So feel lucky and blessed that you still have a team. So I cheer for you guys because you still got one. But don't get too happy because you, you're playing in the snow. Y'all fools got to sit out there in the sub-zero weather and, and freeze y'all balls off, eating turkey legs and drinking beer. So good luck staying warm. Buy some electric socks. Do what you got to do. Shovel the players out there uh, driveways if you got to do that again. Make sure you get to the game one time. And shout out to Killian Mbappe. I hope you score four goals on uh, Sunday. I will not be watching uh, the World Cup because I don't really care. I just don't want Leonie Messi to win. People may call me a hater for that, but, uh, you know, I'm a Maradona guy because he did all his with performance dehancing drugs in the system constantly. I believe that's what cocaine is. I don't think it enhances your performance, but if you can win the World Cup while while supposedly on the AO, I, I, I think that's pretty impressive to me. So shout out to you and shout out to Mbappe. If you win your second World Cup, you will then leapfrog him into the team of the next century. You're only 23 years old. So I hope you crush it, and I hope you get a hat trick and goals and shut out Argentina. Uh, I know it's petty, but I know who I'm cheering for. Go ahead, Malik. <laughs> um, I'm I'm cheering for France as well, and Mbappe. Um, I, I like I like this I like his story, and I like the team. They're they're a pretty good team. Um, and and winning two in a row. I don't know when the last time I got I got the roof for that. So why not? I don't know the last time that uh, a country won two straight uh, World Cups. I don't know when that, how, how long that's been. Germany That'd be Brazil. interesting. <clears throat> I think Germany. I, I think my. Okay. All right. No, I, I, I don't know, but it, it yeah, seemed, seemed like a pretty, pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting stat. Um, shout out to the Yankees and the Mets. Um, everybody knows it's, it's currently we're currently in the uh, in the off season of baseball, but it's 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 the buying season, and both teams are shopping. Both teams are shopping, spending a lot of money, putting a lot of uh, put a lot of effort into building their team um, and building their rosters. 
Um, it used to be that the Mets would would spend less because they had all those all those cash flow issues and they would spend a lot less money and the team would come out and and be good for like, you know, 30 games and then stink for the rest of the season. But, you know, maybe this is just an arms race between these two teams and they're going to they're going to they're going to keep this going for years on end um, with the Steinbrenners. And <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the the new owner um, over there at the Mets, but with them, you know, just Steve fighting each, and battling each other. Yeah, Steve Cohen. Yeah. Steve Cohen, yeah, um, with them just battling out for, for you know dominance and supremacy, which probably means it's going to be really great baseball played in played in the city of New York for you know uh, during during summers. Uh, and even though I'm in Georgia, I will get to spend some time in New York until I love to love to go to some of those games. So shout out to both of them for investing in it and doing what doing what you do. Um, love to see it for all the other teams. Uh, shout out to Shannon Sharp. This week he was um, he, for keeping your cool versus Skip Bayless this week. Skip Bayless went on his normal Tom Brady love love uh, love love tour, um, and did not, and and by doing so, he he's like he went at Shannon Sharp's, you know, career accolades by saying that Tom Brady is a better player than Shannon Sharp will ever be. Now, granted, Tom Brady's a quarterback. He has seven Super Bowl rings. He's the greatest quarterback or the most winningest quarterback in the history of NFL football. So it's not it's not a far stretch to say that Tom Brady, the quarterback, is a greater player than Shannon Sharp, the tight end. When you say that to Shannon Sharp, it shows to me a full lack of respect for Shannon Sharp as a player. It shows full lack of respect for all of these players who he makes his money. He, he Skip Bayless, makes his money um, living off of. He lives off of these guys, and then when they don't agree with him, he straight up disrespects them. I think this, to me, spits in the face of, of all these guys. And so applause to Shannon Sharp. Shout out to him for keeping his cool. Personally, I would have I would have cursed him out, and I would have probably got kicked off the show, and that would have been the end of our relationship, end of our tenure. Um, you start calling my own career into question because I don't agree with you about the fact that Tom Brady played like shit. He played like dog shit against the San Francisco 49ers. And if I say that and I say that they, that's a problem, then then you're going to question my own validity. You question my own ability and question every every accomplishment that, that I had in my career. Who the hell are you, Skip Bayless? Who in the hell are you? Mm. And Grant and Grant Shannon Sharp didn't do it. He took the high road. Preach. He's a man. Of, he's he's a man of Jesus, and uh, I am not. And I would have <laughs> definitely would not have done that. I definitely would not have gone down that way. So shout out to you, Shannon Sharp, for taking care of that. Um, you saw in the face I, of ghetto was about to come out of him. He was about to be, be fired into his ass. He took his glasses off and everything, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." Skip Bayless is like in his sixties. I know the dude works out. Do I know the dude works out regularly? But it was about to go down. It was about to be like it was about to be a. It's about to be an interracial inter- interracial situation going up in there. Um, but yeah, it didn't happen. So shout out to Shannon Sharp for doing what he, doing his thing. Um, shout out to masking up. Listen, fella, listen, people. Okay. The pandemic has slowed down. I get it. But masking up in, you know, in like concentrated areas is still okay. You can still be like, put on a mask when you get on a plane. It's okay. The fact that nobody like no nobody's gonna look at you na- negatively if you wear your mask on the plane, it's okay. You're perfectly fine. We're in a we are still in this this like enclosed space, sharing all sorts of air. 
You want you want to you want to wear a mask is perfectly fine. Shout out to everybody. Well, shout out to the people that sat next to me on the plane coming going to New York and then coming back to Atlanta this week. Um, shout out to both of y'all because both of y'all wore your masks just like I did, and we were perfectly fine. We talked to each other, had a good conversation on both both ways. Great. Everybody else, it's still flu season, people. You may not get COVID, but still flu season out here, and people are still people still be nasty. Okay. So shout out the mask it up. <laughs> Always keep your mask on, please, please. Just just do it for yourself. Um, last but not least, and I hate I always hate to leave these on a, on a somber notes. Um, uh, but you guys, I don't know if you guys know the guy named his, uh, named uh, Steven Twitch. Um, yeah, the DJ yeah. from um, the, yeah, yeah, the dancer from the Ellen Je- Ellen DeGeneres show and uh, committed to dance runner up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, passed away this week. Committed suicide. Um, and. You know, it, it resonated with me because uh, he was 40 years old, uh, which is around the same age as age as we are. Um, had three kids, was married, you know, had been married to his wife for nine years. Um, and so, you know, it resonated with me because here's a guy who, you know, for for lack of a better word, like was was seemed like he was living on cloud nine, seemed like he was living a a, a cherished life and um was doing what he loved to do was making good money doing it was able to support his family doing it and had a lot of it was a celebrity and you know, had a lot of accolades and had a lot going for him and you know took his life and so you know my whole point to say is that wherever you are whatever you're doing you know make an effort to check up on your friends because you never know what they're going through um and you never know that what that thing that they're going through can be helped out with either a kind word or, or just hearing your voice um, and maybe may help them, uh, you know, decide that this is not something that they want to do. So um, shout out to his uh, family, condolences to him and his family, um, condolences to his friends, everybody out there that loved and supported him. And hopefully, you know, you guys are able to heal from this. And, uh, you know, of course, shout out to those kids because, uh, yeah. you know, now they're, they're without a father. So, um, yeah. So I just want to make make that make that mention. I did not know him very well. Um, I don't watch the Ellen Show, but my wife was a very was was a fan and had been had been watching his TikToks, and so she was very impacted by it. So I just wanted to make that mention. You know, check on your people, man. Check on check on your friends. Check on your family. Yeah. You know, give them a call. Give them a holla. You know, just see how they're doing. Um, it 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 helps. Especially during that's it. I'm out. We out, y'all. Love y'all guys. Thank y'all for listening. Please listen to us at all. Uh... Spotify, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Google Podcast, iTunes. Please rate and review. Leave five stars. If you leave four stars, we know how you feel. I'll talk to you later. Earn your